African power. What's good? What's happening? Well-organized lie. Defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee. Man, y'all already know what it is, man. It's God killer in the house. What's good, family, man? Look, man. I ain't been on Sarnetta joint in a minute, man. I just wanted to come through and uh, kind of touch on a few very, 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 very important, important points here. Uh, There's a lot of talk in the community. First, I'd like to give a shout out to Brother DJ and the Black Power Awards. Uh, and in my estimation, uh, it was a success. Uh, there are a few things that definitely could have gotten better. But we will work on all that in the long run. So shout out to you in the uh, Black Power Awards. Now I kind of want to uh, step up and speak about um, um, hopefully the up and coming uh, Sarnetta uh, TV and TV TV Awards. Uh, I hope that um, conversations I've been having back and forth with Brother Sarnetta has continued to inspire him to do such a venture. I think it's very, very needed in the community. Uh, just having one award show is not enough. Uh, the standard is to as much as possible on your own accord to reward uh, your people. Uh, if we don't reward ourselves, then who will? Part of building a nation, part of building a community, part of being self-sufficient is having the wherefore of um, giving me due honor and respect to those who we feel as though are our heroes, um, our elders, and people who just put service into the communities. Now, one award show is just not going to do that. There's going to be a lot left out. There are going to be categories. It's just not going to be in certain things. And, you know, based off of who's running awards, uh, things are going to be different in certain areas. So I think there's a need uh, for the Sonata TV Awards. And uh, he definitely has my vote for that. Uh, I've been trying to really convince him to do this thing uh, since last year. Um, so we need to start looking at this as something that could be very, very powerful. I'm not at liberty right now to actually name the place where it would be. But I understand it to be a very, very successful arena uh, that will absolutely hold a nice sizable crowd of, of, of black people. Uh, it's going to be grand family. Um, so we need to start thinking about doing this. Um, I know the hate is going to come out. People sitting around on YouTube, nothing else better to do. It's just going to hate. Those who are thriving in their lives don't have time to sit around and hate and make crazy videos about things. So uh, I'm suggesting that uh, we all climb aboard. Um, I'm going to make sure I give my donation tonight uh, to Brother Sarnetta. Uh, the arena he wants to get It's going to be very, very expensive. So we need to uh, all support him in this endeavor. Um, it's just important, man. So he can kind of uh, uh, um, we sit down, get a group that will actually formulate the categories, and you know, if I got anything to do with the categories, they're going to be crispy. Uh, we're going to get right to it. Um, I don't want to name the categories that I have in my mind right now that I have written down. Uh, me, Brother Reggie, um, Sister Naya, and a few others are going to be working on that uh, to get these categories tight. 
uh, to make sure that the right people in the right categories and the right people get nominated based off what the people think, uh, based off uh, what, what the sound of the production team thinks. Um, it's just, it's going to be serious. Now, for the, for, for the life of me, I don't understand why people don't get the fact that we can chew gum and walk at the same time. Um, I understand that when the first uh, African was kidnapped out of Africa, that we were in the state of uh, a war, uh, physically, mentally, socially, uh, and some would say some would say spiritually. Uh, uh, we just been at war, family, and and it's been a long time. And so, you know, even warriors get a chance to go back to base camp. You know what I'm saying? And let their hair down. So we need to watch how we try to critique certain things, uh, especially if you don't have things to offer. Then why? Then why always critique? There's a lot of critiquing going on. Um, there's a lot of nonsense going on. But this is what I can actually say: whether you like Sarnet or not, whether you like Brother Unk, you know, the real black atheist or not, or whether you respect the Amara Squad. See, you ain't got to respect the Amara Squad. We're gonna make you respect this. You ain't got to respect. Real black atheism, right? It's going to force you to respect it. But Brother Sarnetta, man, he's on a different vein. He's been doing this thing for at least 25 years that I know of on that bullhorn, you know, uh, showing them pictures uh, of the slaves, you know what I'm saying, with, 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 with whip marks on their back, you know what I mean? Difficult things that we don't want to look at. You know, that background, man, is powerful imagery. Been showing that for 20, 25 years. Uh, remember, Sarnetta uh, uh, um, actually made wanting to look at uh, uh, information uh, uh, jazzy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he took it from the tapes to the DVDs. You know what I'm saying? To the streets. So, you know, he gave brothers and sisters a chance that was lecturing. You know what I mean? For the world to see. Not just those who knew about the lecture could go there. You know what I'm saying? But those around the world, you know what I'm saying, could actually see the works put together by elders dealing with this information. So the role he plays in this community is pivotal. You know, you some most people that's really getting the board right now don't even understand the history and how serious uh, a, a role that the brother played in building this thing that we call, I'm going to say the information-based community. I don't want to call it conscious because last time I checked, it seems to be a whole lot of people that just are totally unconscious. You know what I'm saying? And we need to really define that term just for me. You know what I mean, because when I came in, you know, with my work, um, I realized that the community that I thought was conscious wasn't even ready for what I had to say. And I realized that they wasn't even conscious. But that ain't why I'm here right now. And I'm a, I, I got you, Eileen Bay, because you're making statements that is unhistorically accurate. You know, like Eileen Bay is absolutely, you know what I'm saying, one of the people that I enjoyed listening to early in my development. You know what I'm saying? So um, I ain't going to bang on him like that, but I'm going to bang on that information that he's spreading. I'm going to bang on that virus that he's trying to get the community. You know what I'm saying? Trying to promote those uh, pseudoisms. You know, um, so, you, you, you know, we had to immunize the black community against pseudo claims. All right. But back to Sarnetta. That role he played in making sure that information 
uh, uh, the Dr. Benz, John Henry Clarks, the Island Bays, um, Aswell Quazies, Remember Annie's, the Juan Johnsons, uh, them Ross Squad, uh, uh, Saw Ross, Pseudo Settis, you know what I'm saying, of the world, uh, Minister Inkies, um, Elijah Muhammad's, uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, come on, man. The Lord Abadabadoos, uh, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Collectively, man, he just formulated this visual library, this out of this world, man. Um, Ali Muhammad, you know what I'm saying? You know, just everybody. Regular people walking down the day, going street, uh, scholars, doctors, lawyers, non scholars, uh, 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 pseudos, uh, red pills, um, blue pills. Um, uh, everybody, man. So you got to know what role he played in this, man. So he's best fit to actually give out awards because he was the ones, he was the one that formulated, you know what I'm saying, the package. What role have Brother Sarnetta in the House of Consciousness played in your life? Well, you know... This journey of mine as Sadie, you know, it's been a beautiful journey. And when it first started, you know, I was in Detroit, but I was working my way to New York. You know what I'm saying? And the first door that I came through when I got here was with the brother Sarnetta in the House of Consciousness. You know what I'm saying? I was always looking for the nigga anyway because I was seeing him when I was coming up here to see Dr. Ben, Dr. Clark. So, you know, I won't get my little tapes before I get up out of here and shit. So I was already before I even came, said. So, you know, I knew it, it was almost like when I come, I'm going to go on two-fifth, you know, and get my shit before I go back to Detroit, you know. Right. And so over the years, you know, that's just been one of those, those iconic spots, you know what I'm saying, that... Uh, when I come to New York, and you kept what I needed. You had all the master scholars up there, and what more can you ask? You had that shit. Right. You had your, your, your beret on and your beret on and shit <laughs> out there, you know, standing up. and Yeah, yeah so, man. man, it's been a beautiful journey. We're going to have right. much more. And it's about to get, you know, it's about to pop. You know what I'm saying? That package of being able to go to New York 125th to get that information. You know what I'm saying he did that, right? And you know we gotta we gotta respect that. Now he hasn't gotten the Black Power Award, right? Um, I always felt like that was a travesty, all right. But 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 more so than anything, I think that uh, he is best fit to put together a program. You know what I'm saying because he know he know when everybody came in, all right. He know the levels. Right? He he been there. He been watching this whole thing. You know, he formulate that thing called going 125th and buy them DVDs. Buy them tapes. Because it was tapes first, right? Let me transform them tapes, DVDs, man. Man, that's his world. We got to get that to him. Now, everybody can sell these tapes. But early in the game, man, you know, you had to go to specific websites. You couldn't go to one place and get everything. All right? So we just want to make sure we know who this guy is, that is sometimes we want to kind of disrespect that. And that don't make no sense, man. So, you know what I mean? I, and I like to say this. Based off of all the dudes I've been around, right? If certain people come ask you for money, you know what I'm saying, based off of what they do and how they do it, they should be able to get some money. 
Because they ain't going to beat you. I ain't never known Sarnett to beat nobody. Out of nothing. Right? Um, and when I say beat somebody, I mean like straight up take their money from them. Never known that to happen. You don't even hear about that. Uh, that, you know, we gave Sarnetta this and he didn't that. As a matter of fact, I seen Sarnetta give back $7,000 and go fund me money. All right? Maybe you're supposed to get that van, get that money back. All right? Now, how many, how many people around here do that? You know, we got people getting money for schools and daycares and all that, right? And we ain't seen it yet. Not saying it won't happen, right? Because things are possible. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to jump the gun, right? But you don't hear that with his name. Now, people get mad because of the way he banged back and the back and forth and all that. But that's what that's what make us us. That we have these kind of any reactions back and forth at times. You know, we can be intellectual. We can be straight street. We can be gutter. You know, we can be all these things. You know, this is what makes us human, you know what I'm saying, in the grand scheme of things, right? We, we can deal with the highs of the highs and the lows and the lows. We can have a mental ground. We can do all that, right? But we never hear uh, taking people money associated with Sarnetta or beating people out of something. You know what I'm saying? Now, for my money, I might feel like, that Sarnetta need more scholarly homework on his channel, right? But for the most part, you know what I'm saying, man? You know, it is what it is. So, although he's on the African-centered side, man, when it comes to putting out the information, he put out information. He put out the garbage information. He put out the top-notch information. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he definitely gave the Amaral squad a platform to show their thing, you know what I'm saying, uh, based off of Brother Reggie's recommendation, you know what I'm saying? Of really saying, look, these dudes are for real, man. You know, like me and Sonetta always had a friendship. But when it came down to the scholarship, you know what I'm saying, Brother Reggie actually had to hedge things that way to make sure, you know what I'm saying, that we seen that. Like he brought Brother Smash Rockwells on to uh, the Kimmet, uh, Kimmet on Trial debate. And, of course, uh, Smash reached back, snatched me up. You feel me? And so, you know, now it's all history. But I think this award ceremony... Sarnetta TV Awards, man, uh, be very, very powerful. You know, they, they got the MTV Awards. Um, they got the Global Awards. Um, they got all kind of awards in different communities, right? Um, so we shouldn't just uh, uh, think we need to be relegated to one award shows. Diversity rules the day, okay? And I think it's important that... Um, we diverse. We have different people doing different things. Uh, different award shows, man, is definitely important in stimulating the marketplace, one, and just stimulating the minds and hearts of the people. I think it's important. This is all part of culture. You know what I'm saying? Artwork, math, science, intellectualism, being dumb. You know, all these things is what we make up and call culture. Your social systems, all right? Uh, your politics, right? If we're serious about having a, a community, all these things are in place. Uh, so you got your warriors, you got your warrior scholars, uh, you got your gunmen, uh, man, you got you, you you got your prisoners, uh, you got your teachers, you got your intellectuals, uh, you got your drug dealers, you got your hustlers, you got your businessmen, uh, you got your good women, uh, uh, you got your wives, you got your hookers, uh, you got everything then make up a community. And it's just our job as an African people to make sure that the things we pick, right, are socially right for us 
that that when we build a community and a strong community, that we build that community based off the vision, based off our eyes looking this way, not looking that way, not based off someone else's paradigm, right? But see the world through the eyes of our ancestors, right? And as I said, man, um, I think it's important for us to support this Sarnetta TV. Man, that even sound good, Sarnetta TV Awards. That shit need to be on par with um, MTV Awards. You, you feel me? It need to be on par with, with all those award shows that people seem to forget about us. Those who have this information that most people aren't familiar with. All right? So, man, look, man. We got to support that brother. You know, I'm saying I support him. Uh, I'm be right there making sure the instrument is right. Um, just making sure things is, is, is proper, man. So, uh, this, this event... Um, gonna be proper man it's gonna be spectacular and and we need it just so we need our black power awards and two we need our uh sarnetta uh tv awards now i know y'all attention span ain't the greatest all the time and i'm only speaking to those who can only listen for a few minutes and out of there man i want to kind of go back a minute uh to island bay all right but before i do that man first of all man make sure y'all support abs you wear that's uh a b d J-U-W-E-A-R.com, man. Get the pre-orders. Uh, man, them shoes will be in here next week, right? Coming on the plane, baby. They're going to be here. Um, and y'all know when they hit, y'all going to see them boxes, and I'm be opening up them boxes. Y'all know it's going to be there. Y'all just know that. So make sure y'all support that, man. Um, hopefully, Sarnetta played the Abjuwear commercial in the beginning. All right, you know how you get sometime, right? But yeah, y'all make sure y'all support that, man. Uh, and I like to thank everybody that supported the um, Black Dot uh, Culture Center and Bookstore. All right, let me give you that address. Uh, located at 6984 Main Street, Lithonia, Georgia, 30058. Uh, man, uh, that thing kicked off, man. Y'all make sure y'all support that if you're in the Georgia area, man. Come on down and see me, man. We can get it in, man, with that information, man. We got the books. We got the shoe store there. We got the shirts. Uh, we got everything, man. So, hey, make sure y'all come down and support me. Now, back to you, Alan Bay, real quick, man. Now, let me get right into it. And so the statement was made that there aren't any. How come we haven't found any slave ships? Now, let's get straight to the thing at hand. You know, they try to act like it ain't no slave ships, wasn't no slave ships, because they're saying that to support their argument that there weren't many slaves over here in America. Now, Eileen didn't necessarily say that there wasn't even slaves here in America. He didn't say that, like a lot of the Moors try to act like. But what he said was, you know, well, I'm just saying I traveled the world, which he has traveled the world, right? But I don't think he's been to every museum, right? Uh, and he said, in particular, he went to the African-American Museum, and he ain't seen no slave ships. Well, he must have kind of missed it a little bit right there, Aline. Let me talk about this real quick. Let's get straight to the slave ships, because I know I'm running out of time, right? Because our attention spans, right, <clears throat> when it comes to some real information. If I was howling and screaming and cussing somebody out, y'all be tuning in like this. All up in it. But since I'm, like, easy going with it, information, y'all might just say the hell with Brother Uncle. That's okay. So let's come straight to the Smithsonian, right? Let's talk about this quick artifact. First of all, this artifact is on loan for 10 years at the very museum 
right? These artifacts are on loan for 10 years at the very museum that Allen Bain, Allen Bain claimed to have went to and didn't see no relics of, 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 of proof of any uh, um, found slave ships or artifacts coming from uh, slave ships, right? Well, here's one right here. Uh, long buried artifacts from a 200-year-old slave ship, got them, um, recently found off the coast of South Africa will be, pri will be the primary focus when the Smithsonian's National Museum of African American History and Culture opens in Washington next year, okay? These, it's a, the artifacts, which will be on a 10-year loan on the museum, are thought to be the first ever recovered from slave shipwrecks while transporting uh, enslaved people. So that's the very museum you claim you went to, right? They have several artifacts coming from a shipwrecked um, slave ship. Now let's get right to why people are really missing this. Why we ain't found no slave ships? Why do people that claim they're original um, Americans make this argument that, well, we're the slave ships people? So the point is that they didn't in particular, now I'm making this clear, they didn't in particular make ships specifically for slaves. I'm going to say it again. They didn't, in particular, make ships specifically, okay, for human cargo. All right? What does that mean? That they made ships that, that could carry people, right? Also, products and goods. That's how they primarily made ships. All right? Just makes sense. You know, like, so if you're taking a load from one place to another, you don't want a dead load. A dead load is when you're coming... You, 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 you go into one spot with a load, dropping it off, right? And then you come back without a load. You kind of lose money right there. So when we're dealing with slave ships, these ships will be cargo ships loaded up with rum, sugar, different supplies, right? And they would sail out and they would make stops along the way, dropping off products and goods, right? These rich people own these shipping companies, like the African Shipping Company, all right? Uh, the Portuguese shipping companies. They, these, these people got money. These monarchs, kings and queens got money. All right? And they're trying to make more money. That's why the whole age of discovery was so important because it was a money-making um, um, money mechanism. That's why they had the kidnapping trade, right? Because the kidnapping trade was the global economy. You know what I'm saying? That's why they drew the line down the map. The line of demarcation. Drew that line down the map, right? To say Portuguese can have one side, Spain can have another side. Because it was about business. But these ships they built, right? And the ships they had could easily be converted back and forth. And so it could set out, right? Being a cargo ship. All right? Sit on the coast of Africa while they're waiting for slaves to be captured and placing these slave forts. These slave forts initially was trading, trading ports or trading forts, trading forts end up being dag on slave uh, forts and fortresses, all right? They need products and goods. Those income ships bring that. Those ships wait outside the coast, wait for more African captives and kidnap victims, right? They load them up while they waiting outside, while they waiting uh, 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 for a month or, or half a month, how long it take, right? They convert the ship over, they build uh, a housing Okay, on top of the decks, right? They put those pla they, they put those wooden beams uh, down below, 
are the ones you see are those pictures of, all right? Those like five, six in height where the slaves can fit in there. You know, those things, they put those things in, right? And then they get their cargo, all right? They get their cargo, they take them, and they drop them off in the islands, all right? Jamaica, the Caribbean, all these areas, right? Then they go get a load of cargo again. They, 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 they quickly, they, they disassemble that, uh, the cargo portion. I mean, um, yeah, the cargo portion. And then they put products and goods back on it. This goes back and forth. So what I'm saying is that these ships... Uh, that you claim aren't there, right? They 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 served many different um, uh, uh, things. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going on right here. And so I give you a reference. Uh, that's the National Museum of African American uh, History, and they have artifacts from a sinking ship. Let me get the name of that ship real fast. Hold on one second. I think they have a name for it. Um. Oh no, I think they have a name. Yeah, okay, the name of the ship. These objects from this ship, uh, from this shipwreck, the name of the ship is SAO Sao Jove Patik the African, a Portuguese ship en route from Brazil, where carrying more than 400 enslaved people from Mo Mozambique in December of 1794. Okay? That's the name of the ship. So Joss, Patik, the Africa. Look that up, all right? Boom. Give you one more reference while we're moving along real quick. All right, let me move right along, man. Let me get back to these references, man. Here goes your second reference. It's, it's called the Henrietta Marie, all right? And that was an English merchant slave ship, all right? Now, let me read this little portion right here, all right? Let's say... um. They say the ship was much more important. So they're talking about uh, the Henrietta Marie, right? Uh, so you got these excavators, okay? Remember, the reason why a lot of these ships ain't been found is because don't nobody want to find them. Why don't nobody want to find them? Because you got these excavators that are really looking for... Um, Ships that have gold and stuff and treasures on me. Looking for treasure ships. Y'all all seen that scenario and heard that scenario, right? So, ain't no value in searching for sunken uh, slave ships, right? The real value is finding uh, them treasure ships with treasure in it. You know, that's anybody. Uh, you get these private collectors that that's how they get their money. You know what I'm saying? Looking for sunken ships with valuable goods on it. Ain't nobody really caring about uh, finding slave ships, okay? Now, to be honest with you, we got to put that on our shoulders. But how many of y'all is willing, I say again, how many of y'all is willing to put a couple hundred thousand dollars into looking for some sunken slave ship? <laughs> None of y'all. So cut it out. So anyway, once again, the name of that ship is uh, the Henrietta uh, Marie ship. From 1699. Now watch this. This reads to say, then there came an enormous breakthrough. Okay? So you got these uh these people that are searching for ships, right? And they got a breakthrough. Okay? It says a diver discovered the ship's bell. Okay? It says the cast bronze bell 
was heavily encrusted with a uh, concrete sand sediment and coral. It say when the crew uh, gently chipped this covering away, this re something remarkable was revealed. The means to identify the long lost ship beyond a shadow of a doubt. It says the, this is what it said on that bell. It says the Henrietta Marie, 1699, was etched in the black letters on the bell. The identification brought a startling immediacy, immediacy to the excavation. It says once records of Jamaican shipping, shipping returns confirm the vessel's status of a slaver. The wreck's significance was apparent. The Henrietta Marie was the earliest slave shipwreck identified by name. So see, that's two references right there. Got you, Arlene. Let me give you one more right here so we can get about this framework. All right? Well, i tell you something y'all can do. All right? First of all, I want y'all to go to the website. All right? Here's your source. Okay? The Henrietta Marie. Okay? Uh, the Mel Fisher Maritime Museum. I'm going to say this again. The Mel Fisher Maritime Museum. All right? Come right here. You can also use National Geographic, but do something that's real simple. Type in list of slave ships. It'll come up, right? Now, I know a lot of times we hear a lot of back and forth about whether we should or should not use Wikipedia. And what I'll tell you is, um, if you're using the same outdated information that used to say Wikipedia was straight garbage, then you're garbage. You know, uh, when it first started out, uh, it was real troublesome. But now, these days, they actually, uh, scientists publish, actually publish in Wikipedia. Okay? So, for good study research, a good starting place. A good starting place to, to, to collect your sources and references is Wikipedia. I say again, a good starting place. Don't finish your research, Wikipedia, but it's a good start where you can gather references and resources and you can vet them and critique them that'll take you to more information. So that's a good starting point. Uh, Wikipedia is an encyclopedia and the value of having everybody around the world weighed in on sad subjects is way better than the editing team at Encyclopedia Britannica where they're just a few people. All right? Now, I know a lot of y'all don't get that, but the hell with it. So anyway... Get the list of slave ships, right? And here you'll find, like, for instance, you'll find uh, the Abadelaide, a French slave ship sank in 1714 near Cuba. All right, they got it on records right here. Uh, you can just go down the list. Let me give you a famous one, right? Uh, John Hawkins. Now, y'all know about John Hawkins. Remember, he sailed the great, the, the ship, uh, they called the, uh, the great ship Jesus. Remember that ship? Ship Jesus? You know what I'm saying? The ship that, you know, we the good ship Jesus, my fault. The good ship Jesus. Remember that, right? Yeah, that was a slave ship. Remember that. All right? Cargo ship. Personnel ship. Okay? Matter of fact, good book to read about that. Let me give you the real name. It wasn't even called the good ship Jesus. It was really called Jesus of Lebec. Once again, Jesus of Lebec. All right, uh, the captain of that ship was 
John Hawkins. All right? So that's another ship right there. They were all familiar with that ship. Okay? And that ship was actually uh, taken from him. Okay? So a lot of these saved ships uh, get recycled back into just regular old personnel and cargo ships. All right? So, man, y'all got to know why you ain't finding them. Man, hell, you don't have a lot of ships from that period. Period. Let alone uh, catching a ship while it was in conversion. Okay? So, man, y'all got to really understand what's really going on here. I don't want to do too long, man. I'm going to give you one more source. A good source to deal with would be um, uh, slave ships and maritime archaeology, an overview. All right? And y'all can kind of deal with that, uh, kind of get you on your way, and just trying to catch up to some of the authentic scholarship. Uh, let me see here. Um, real fast, if I lose y'all attention, if I ain't already lost it. Hmm. See if I can get y'all a couple more of these ships real fast. All right. Uh, let me see. I want to come right down to this particular section and read a quick portion. I'm out of this frame. All right. And it talks about, uh, kind of talk about how these ships can be converted back and forth. I uh, kind of talked about that earlier. And so this is, that's detailed in this article. Okay. Um, so right here is basically just talking about, uh, let's see. Um, uh, the factors discussed above go some way to explaining why so few uh, slaver wrecks have been identified, and I talk about that. I talk about why, right? So let's come down to the next uh, chapter right here. Next paragraph. Say, despite the rapid growth of maritime archaeology as a discipline since the 1960s. So, so I mean, you know, like, it wasn't even a discipline before the 1960s, let alone uh, white people putting their own money to go to Africa and, and study uh, the waters around those areas, spending their good hard money for some damn slave ships. But you wait on that if you want to. Yeah, wait on that, right? That's like African archaeology. It's kind of hard, man. They ain't spent a lot of time like that. You know, they spent a lot of monies up in Europe. Now they're in Africa, okay? Now, right? But that's on your shoulders, like I said before. So let's say despite the rapid growth of maritime archaeology as a discipline in the 1960s, Underwater search and excavation is so costly that historical wrecks are often initially discovered not by archaeologists, but by professional salvage companies. See, it's a business, okay, of getting shipwrecks. Professional salvage companies. It's a historical salvage, a tar historical salvage target treasure ships. See, remember I talked about that. They go after treasure ships because there's money in that. And are rarely directly interested in vessels carrying the kinds of cargo to be found on slaver. It is no accident that two of the slaver wrecks found, uh, the Henrietta uh, Mari, I mean Mary, right? And the Adelaide, okay, I talked about that, right? Were discovered by private companies investigating the Caribbean routes piled by Spanish treasure fleets. While it's two of the while it's two of the located uh, ex-slavers, the Waldorf galley and the Bedford in that shipwreck were found by salvers in search for private gold. So that's another two references: the Wada galley. I'm gonna say it again: the Wada galley. W W H Y D A H galley. 
and the Buford Inlet Shipwreck, right? Once again, was found by salvers, you know, people that salvage ships, right, in the search for gold. So let's just get all it out the way, man. Everybody calm down a dumb conversation, man. At the end of the day, man, uh, these ships are detailed, okay? So to try to use that as a point for why uh, we never was enslaved or I mean, kidnapped and all that, man, that's a bunch of crap, man. I appreciate y'all listening, man. Hope your attention span was there, man. Make sure y'all support that GoFundMe down there. Uh, for that uh, Sarnetta TV Awards, man. Man, y'all get y'all scholarship up, man. And maybe y'all be getting an award. I'm the Raw Squad up, man. Real Black Atheism is on the rise.